Baseball on KORN News Radio FM 1013 AM 1490 and online at KORNradio.com being brought to you by Poet. First Dakota National Bank. Iverson Chrysler Center of Mitchell and Huron. Aurora Cooperative. Avera Health Central Office. Runnings Farm and Fleet. And Hearing Plus. We now head to the ball field. It's coverage of Mitchell Spring Baseball on KORN News Radio FM 1013. AM 1490 and online at KORNradio.com. Here with the play-by-play call, KORN Sports Director, Travis Krins. It is Mitchell Baseball here this afternoon on KORN News Radio. A kind of a lighter week here for Mitchell. Busy week last week. Mitchell uh, playing Sturgis here uh, today for a couple of games. Head coach uh, Luke Norton joins us here in the pregame show. Let's go back to Sunday. Very windy there at Drake Field. You sweet Brookings. Get a, a nice couple wins there on the weekend. Ten runs in the fourth inning. Uh, what impressed you the most uh, with, with that big ten-run fourth uh, to kind of wrap that game up early? A lot of hits with two outs. Yeah, you know, the the biggest thing is what, as the year keeps progressing is that our bats just keep getting better. Um, and our, you know, at, at times before we'd have a good at bat and then a not so good at bat and then a good at bat and then a not so good at bat. So uh, I, I think in those innings and, and as the years gone on, we just get, you know, we stack those good at bats on top of each other. That doesn't mean we have to get a hit. Um, but we have a quality at bat and we have a, a productive at bat, whether it be a ground out that, that scores a run or a, a sack fly that scores a run. We're, we're getting those guys in from third a little bit more frequently now than, than we were at the beginning of the year. And, you know, drawing walks and, and getting hit by pitch and all those things that, that get you a quality at bat. So just having those those quality at bats back to back to back, you know, that, that makes those innings that you score a lot of runs and happen. And, and we were able to do that, you know, and actually the, the, the second game being able to come back, um, we didn't, you know, we scored, I think in three innings and it was, it was two and three and three, I think. Um, so to be able to have those innings where you have two or three runs uh, like that, you need, you need to have a, a number of quality at bats in those innings. And that's kind of what we've, uh, we've done a better job of lately. Yeah, Dylan throwing game one, lots of strikes early. Looked like he pitched pretty well, kind of his first extended outing uh, of the spring. Uh, ended up going all five innings. Uh, what do you think of Dylan's performance on uh, Sunday? You know, I think I think Dylan, from a perspective of pitching, uh, sometimes when he gets a chance to start, uh, he just does a really good job of preparing to go out there and start. I mean, when, when I tell him he's going to start, he just really takes – uh, takes it to heart to to be prepared, and I think sometimes when he's in that relief role and we need him, he doesn't have as much time to prepare. Um, and I think he's he's the kind of a kid that likes to likes to prepare and get ready and make sure that he's he's fully ready when he when he gets out there. So um, he's just he's just a super competitive kid, and uh, you give him a chance to to do anything competitive in that and being kind of, kind of in control of the game, um, he, he's going to take full advantage of it, and he did that on Sunday. Uh, back at Drake here tonight, uh, do, you, do you have a different approach when it comes to where you play at home, whether it's Drake or Cadwell, just because of how different those two fields are? Um, you know, depending, you know, sometimes it's uh, they, they face opposite directions, yeah. so you kind of look at sometimes – 
where the wind um, where the wind might be coming in. Is it coming from the south or is it coming from the north? Because it's gonna it's gonna be out in one of the fields. You know, each time you play, depending on where you play at. So I think tonight, you know, with the with the chance of rain, just being able to play on the turf and not have any issues with that. But I think. You know, I, I think our guys, um, sometimes when we were at Cadwell, they, they really focus on the gaps more and hitting the ball in the gaps, and uh, especially the right center field gap. And we, we kind of utilize, you know, BP over there. The guys are trying to hit the ball out to that gap. And I don't see that as much maybe over at Drake as I as we do with, when we're over at Cadwell because we just have that more approach. Um, but it, it, we seem to, for whatever reason, we seem to run the bases really well when we're over at Drake. I don't know if it's because guys just have confidence sliding on the turf mm-hmm. or or what it is, but we just seem to be, um, when we play at Drake, we, we run, run the bases really well and we, we're aggressive on the bases, and um, which, which for whatever reason is a really good thing to have because we talk about that a lot, and, and it's really, really important to our game uh, how well we run the bases, so... You got to seed points. You got to look at the the seed points here. Those came out earlier this week. You're six right now. You got Sturgis tonight uh, there at number four, so a chance to maybe uh, get closer to that top four. Uh, what do you think of the standings so far? We still only have, what, about a week, a little over a week to go, so it's going to be a busy uh, busy next week as you kind of wrap it up. But uh, always want to get that, that, home, that home game for that region tournament. Uh, you guys are in six here. You, know, you got a good shot to pick up some ground here tonight. Yeah, you know, early on, I would have thought just looking at some of the teams um, and looking at how young we were, and, and I would have, you know, I wouldn't have thought um, that we potentially would have maybe had a chance to be in the top four mm-hmm. to host. Um, but looking at where we're at right now, uh, in, at the six six right now, and how some teams have fared that I thought we're going to have, you know, I thought we're going to have pretty good years um, that have that have struggled kind of early on. That their their seed points aren't as high as I would have thought they would have been. Um, and I really like where we're at right now because, like you said, we've got Sturgis uh, Sturgis right in front of us, and we got two games with them tonight. Uh, and they go over to Sioux Falls tomorrow for for two games against two Sioux Falls, and then. You know they have a couple of uh, other. These these are the only games that they're playing against East River mm-hmm. because they got they got canceled with Pier earlier on. So I'm not saying that um, you know their their end of the their end of the schedule is going to be easy, but uh, the teams that they play after this weekend uh, are teams that they've beat already. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is a big big night for us to play these games, and then uh, obviously a big big week next week with with what we have but we have given ourselves a chance um to potentially sneak into that sneak into that four seed you know and host which would be absolutely huge for mm-hmm. for all of our guys to be able to stay here and um and, and not have to travel uh, especially you know it, i think i think everybody's hoping that they don't maybe have to drive out to Sturgis yeah. um, in that scenario if they stay in that top four but Whatever, whatever it is, you know, I, I think we we sit in a really good position for the fact that we've um, we're going to see almost every single team. We're going to play almost every team in the state, um, and not not a lot of teams can say that. And uh, with our with our our where we live, you know, gives us that capability to be able to have, to schedule, you know, everybody. So we're pretty fortunate to be able to to see all the teams. You know, a couple cancellations here or there, but. 
Um, I don't I don't know if anybody else will be able to to kind of have a scouting report on on everybody else like we'll be able to. Doubleheader coming up next uh, here in Mitchell against Sturgis. Uh, Coach, good luck tonight. Thank you very much. Chance here tonight to, for Mitchell to pick up a couple wins against the Sturgis team. Uh, you look at Sturgis, they are 7-0 and against South Dakota teams. However, overall, they are 7-4. and They have lost all four games to the same team, and that would be Gillette, Wyoming. Lost a pair back on April 12th to start the season. 11-1 and 14-0. They also played Gillette earlier this week, ended up losing 9-6 and then 11-1. That was back on Monday night. So they've only played Douglas, Rapid City Central, and Rapid City Stevens. Again, not a very tough schedule for Sturgis. So we didn't get to see the seed points, and they weren't released yet until Monday uh, of this week. So you look at it, and it was maybe a bit of a surprise to see Sturgis. Uh, they were at 5-0. and Now they're at 7-0. and but they're that number four seed. You just wouldn't expect Sturgis to stay in that four spot because they've got two games versus Mitchell here today, and they also have to travel to Sioux Falls uh, to take on Lincoln and Roosevelt tomorrow. If they could pick up a win, that'd be great, but then Sturgis, they've got two more games next week versus Douglas and two more games versus Rapid City Central, and those are teams that they have beaten and put up 10, 15, 20 runs, believe it or not, in those games. So, yeah, maybe Sturgis, if they can win one versus Mitchell, maybe win one uh, coming up tomorrow versus one of those Sioux Falls schools, maybe Sturgis will be in that top four. Uh, Harrisburg currently number one in seed points as of Monday. Uh, they're 5-0. and Yankton at number two. They're at 10-1. and uh, Sioux Falls, Washington is three. Sturgis is four. Brandon Valley, five. And Mitchell at number six. So uh, Mitchell still quite a ways uh, away from Sturgis. And even they're, uh, they're even uh, more than a point away uh, from Brandon Valley in that five spot. So Mitchell, they need to win some games next week to give them a shot at that number four seed. Uh, Mitchell got a tough road next week. Monday, they're at home versus Roosevelt. We'll have that game here on KORN. Tuesday, they're at Sioux Falls, Washington. Friday, they go out to Pier, a doubleheader out there. Then Saturday, uh, they have a doubleheader versus Stevens. And then on Tuesday, May 16th, they wrap up the regular season at O'Gorman. Uh, so a chance to play three Sioux Falls schools and take a, a long trip out to Pier on Friday. We'll have your lineups and first pitch coming up next. We are at Drake Field here tonight. It is Mitchell Baseball on KORN. It's Mitchell Baseball this afternoon on KORN News Radio. We're live at Drake Field. Some cloud cover coming in here from our south. Looks like some rain showers to our north. We should be good. We're gonna go just gonna bring you game one of this doubleheader this afternoon. But rain expected later tonight. Some spotty showers and thunderstorms here throughout much of the area. And then uh, rain seems pretty definite tomorrow on and off. So again, only games this week here for Mitchell, the two against Sturgis. Here coming up next. Now let's get to the Sturgis lineup. They'll lead off Hunter Jansen. He's their center fielder. Dylan Christensen batting to second and in left field. Uh, their pitcher, Connor Crookshank, he'll bat for himself, batting third. More on Crookshank here in just a bit. Uh, Owen Cass, he'll bat fourth, the outstanding quarterback for uh, for Sturgis, starting at shortstop tonight. Uh, Kane Peters at first base, he'll hit fifth. Evan Stroud, the catcher, hitting sixth. Uh, Adam Floor, DH for Sturgis. He bats seventh. Again, Floor, the DH, not batting for the pitcher. He's batting for the second baseman, Bo Peters. Uh, Yandon Miller in right field, batting eighth. And Brody Royer, the third baseman, batting ninth here for Sturgis. So it's Jansen, Christensen, and Crookshank. 
Cass, Peters, and Stroud in the bottom third of the order with Floor, Miller, and Royer. Again, Sturgis 7-4 and four on the season. All four of those losses versus Gillette and Wyoming. So technically they're 7-0 and oh against South Dakota teams since those uh, games against Gillette uh, do not count when it comes uh, to the standings here for Class A baseball. Uh, for Mitchell, they're at 6-7. and seven. They're pretty close behind Sturgis. Sturgis fourth in seed points. Mitchell at number 6. Uh, doubleheader sweep here tonight for Mitchell. We'll see how those seed points end up here. Hopefully they're released uh, sometime Monday, Monday afternoon. Brandon at number 5. Mitchell at number 6. Sturgis at number 4. Mitchell a chance to potentially gain some ground here on the 4 seed. Uh, the Mitchell lineup, Lincoln Bates leading off and in left field. Gavin Sokup, he gets to start in game one. He'll bat for himself in the number two spots. Dylan Solick, shortstop, batting third. Carter Sibson in center field, batting fourth. Hudson Haley, the catcher, batting fifth. Parker Mandel, starting at first, he'll bat sixth. Mason Herman, the third baseman, batting seventh. Tyler Sanderson in right field, batting eighth. And Carter Miller gets the start at second for Mitchell. And he will bat ninth. Bates, Sokup, and Solik, the top third of the order, followed by Simpson, Haley, Parker Mandel, then Herman, Sanderson, and Carter Miller. Uh, for Gavin Sokup, uh, Mitchell's one of Mitchell's uh, top uh, starters here, him and Peyton Schroeder, kind of the one-two punch that we've seen uh, on the mound starting for Mitchell. Uh, Soak up the last pitched Tuesday of last week versus Jefferson, or actually pitched on Sunday. We last saw him uh, last week Tuesday versus Jefferson. Got the win, didn't pitch all that well. Went five innings versus Jefferson, gave up five runs on six hits, had five walks, had five strikeouts, but ended up getting that victory. Mitchell defeated Jefferson 8-5. to five. Uh, Sokup did pitch game two of that doubleheader versus Brookings this past Sunday. Pitched much better uh, versus Brookings. Went four innings, got the victory, did not give up an earned run. Three hits, three walks, and kept those uh, or, uh, three strikeouts, I should say, and just one walk. So kept those walks uh, to a minimum. Uh, so for uh, Sokup on the season, uh, he'll be uh, have a three and one record, sixteen and a third innings. Uh, second on the team to uh, to Schroeder. He has a 4.28 ERA, does have 12 strikeouts and 11 walks. So if Sokup can limit uh, his walks and uh, make Sturgis earn their way on the bases, uh, should be good to go here for Gavin Sokup here in game number one. Meanwhile, for Sturgis, they will start number 34, Connor Crookshank. Crookshank, this will be his fourth appearance of the season. He has one start. He's got a 2-0 record. He's only pitched seven and two-thirds innings so far over those three appearances. He's given up four runs, but none of them have been earned, so he still has a spotless uh, ERA of zero. Six hits in the seven and two-thirds innings, one walk and 11 strikeouts. He has allowed a couple of steals and has had uh, left eight men on base. Uh, didn't see much of Sturgis last year. Mitchell, they went out to Sturgis early on in the season, ended up winning 14-7. Uh, to seven. That was way back on April 3rd of last year. And then these teams did not play back in 2021. So it's been a couple years since the Sturgis has made the trip here to the east side of the river. And been a while since they've made the trip here to Mitchell. 
Again, kind of surprising, you know, making your projections early on in the season. Uh, where is Mitchell going to be? And then talking to head coach uh, Luke Norton here earlier today in the pregame show, I think he was even surprised that uh, through the first standings here, through the first month of the season, uh, Mitchell is as high as they are. Mitchell at number six. They've got an outside shot if they can pick up some wins. Coming up next week, they could potentially be that four seed, and uh, they would host their uh, region tournament, that four-team pod, uh, here in two weeks. That's the goal. You obviously you want to play at home. You have four of those four-team pods coming up here in two weeks on a Saturday, kind of a four-team tournament, and uh, they'll take the four teams that survive those. They'll head to the state tournament in Sioux Falls the Saturday of, Mem- of Memorial Day weekend. Uh, with a couple of wins here, uh, Mitchell should be uh, should be uh, in uh, good position to maybe get to that five seed. Uh, they host Roosevelt Monday at 5 o'clock for a single game. We'll have that uh, on KORN Monday. Uh, right now, Roosevelt, uh, they're currently the eight seed at uh, 4 and 5 to begin the week. Uh, then Mitchell, they go to Sioux Falls to take on Washington Tuesday night at 6 o'clock. Washington currently the number three seed. Uh, then Friday next week, Mitchell heads to Pier for a doubleheader. And that's at 6.30. And Mitchell opened up the season with a home doubleheader versus Pier. Swept them 6-4 and 5-0 back on April 10th. Uh, then Mitchell wraps up next week, six games next week, with a Saturday doubleheader versus Rapid City Stevens at home. That starts at 1 o'clock. Uh, Stevens, they're currently the number seven seed right behind Mitchell at 6-4. and four. And Then Mitchell, they wrap up the regular season on Tuesday, May 16th, over in Sioux Falls. They take on O'Gorman. That is a 6 o'clock start. In O'Gorman, they're only the 9 seed thus far with a 4-4 four and four record. So you look at what Mitchell has in front of them. Nine games here, including the two today. Seven games left in the season uh, after tonight. And if Mitchell can maybe go 6-3 and three in those games, maybe they can maybe get one of those top four seeds. Managers, coaches talking over with the umpires, looking at the ground rules here at Drake Field. And not uh, nearly as uh, spacious as Cadwell Park is across the parking lot. Again, turf infield put in last year. Dakota Wesleyan part of that as well, their home field. So that's why we're at Drake. We were at Drake on Sunday versus Brookings because of the wind. We're at Drake here today because of that threat of rain. A lot easier to get things going with that rain. I uh, don't have to take care of the infield dirt. Don't have to take care of the mound in the entire field here. The entire infield at Drake uh, does have turf while the outfield is grass. We'll take one more time out as Gavin Sokup gets his warm-up throws in. We're back in one minute. You're listening to Mitchell Baseball on KORN. Mitchell Baseball looking like a 5-10 start here this afternoon. First of two games versus Sturgis as Gavin Sokup gets his final warm-up tosses in. Again, Sokup uh, here on the season for Mitchell, making his uh, fifth appearance. 4.28 ERA for Gavin this spring, 3-1 record. 16 and a third innings pitched, 12 strikeouts, and 11 walks. Ready to go here, Sturgis. Center fielder Hudson, or Hunter Jansen steps in. First pitch. Fastball a little high, right down the middle high for ball one. Here to Jansen. So we'll see what Sturgis has here. 7-0 against in-state competition. Swing and a miss from Sokup to Jansen. And 7-0 versus in-state teams. This is by far the best South Dakota team Sturgis has played. So this one chopped foul, third base side. 
One and two counts here to Jansen. You got the left fielder Dylan Christensen on deck. And the pitcher, Connor Crookshank, he'll bat third this inning. Top of the first. Scoreless tie here thus far. First batter. Here's the one-two from Sokup looking to start with the strikeout. And this one smashed third base side and into left field. Nice contact by Jansen as he gets a leadoff single here for Sturgis. So Sturgis starts off with a leadoff single. Their center fielder on first. Here's the left fielder, Dylan Christensen. See what Sturgis does here against Sturgis. Pretty good offense thus far through the first month of the season. Hitting 311 as a team. First pitch to Christensen. On the upper part of the zone, they call it a strike. 311 team average. They have 87 hits, but just nine of those 87 hits are for extra bases. So kind of goes single for single. They've got a triple. They don't have any home runs, and they've got eight doubles with those 87 hits. So about 10% of their hits have been extra bases. 90% of them going to go for singles. Check of the runner at first, back in time. Here's the 0-1. This one smashed, foul, just foul, down the third base line. That would have went for extra bases for sure for Christensen. Just a little ahead of it. Defense here for Mitchell. We've got Parker Mandel at first. Carter Miller at second. Mason Herman at third. And Solik, Dylan Solik, the shortstop. Another check of the runner, back in time. Jansen at first with that leadoff single. Lincoln Bates in left for Mitchell. The center fielder is Carter Sibson and Tyler Sanderson in right. Soak upon the mound, Hudson Haley, your catcher. Pitch outside, 0-2 pitch. Fastball, outer half, now at 1-2. and two. Got Crookshank, the pitcher, up next. We've seen Mitchell this season, but a lot of action in the first inning. Runs for Brookings for both teams on Sunday. Then last Tuesday versus Jefferson. Had seven combined runs in that first inning. Three for Jefferson and four for Mitchell. This one fouled back into the bleachers. Over the net. So uh, Christensen staying tough here. Still at one and two the count. Christensen hitting three. 33 on the season. 11 to 33 with seven RBIs. Runner at first, nobody out, and they check the runner again. He's back in time. And Sokup uh, quite concerned about Jansen. And you don't have those new major league rules here at the high school level. They can check the runner at first as many times as they want. Here's the 1-2 from Sokup, up and in. That misses now at 2-2. Two and two. And Sokup's been the beneficiary of some run support this season. And he's got three of the six wins for Mitchell. Only Mitchell pitcher this spring with more than one victory. Did not balk there. Another check of the runner at first. Sokup did not throw over. Just steps off the rubber. Takes a look at Jansen. At the speedy turf here, so a chance for a steal. This one, a high fly ball. Into shallow left field. Left fielder Bates coming on. He makes the catch. Loses his hat in the process. And retires Christensen. Long at bat there for Dylan Christensen as he flies out to left for out number one. Gold uniforms for Mitchell. Got the gray pants with the black and gold hats with the M on the front. Got black uniforms and white pants here for Sturgis wearing white helmets with the red trim here this afternoon. Mitchell got some new batting helmets. See if they break those out here this afternoon. 
Some nice gold batting helmets. One out. Jans in at first. Here's the pitcher, Crookshank, right-handed hitter. First pitch inside. Runner goes to second. Throw in time, and they got him. Throw from Haley was on the third base side of second. Solick, the shortstop, covered. Throw was there in plenty of time. Just had to apply the tag, and they get Jansen at second for out number two. You sense that Jansen was going to go sometime here during this inning. Sokup checked him about three, four times at last at bat. So base is empty for Sturgis. 1-0 pitch to Crookshank. Fastball from Sokup high for ball two. And some cloud, a very dark cloud over us here looking to the south. No, it doesn't appear to be any rain, though. This fastball is high, 3-0 now to the pitcher, Connor Crookshank. And rain expected later tonight and definitely on Saturday. I think we should be able to get through this doubleheader, though, without much rain. 3-0, Sokup needs a strike, gets one right down the middle. Crookshank taken all the way. And not much wind at all there today, maybe five miles an hour at the most. 3-1, that one rides inside, and that's a five-pitch walk. Gets the pitcher aboard. Crookshank at first with a two-out walk. Sokup's first walk of the inning. Brings up the cleanup hitter for Sturgis, the shortstop, Owen Cass. Cass, right-handed hitter. Given Mitchell fits on the football field here for the past couple years, he's finally a senior. Open stance in the right batter's box. This one fouled off out of play. First base side. Mitchell, the home team, first base dugout. Sturgis, the road team, third base side. Owen Cass headed to Madison, Dakota State, for baseball coming up here next spring. Pretty good quarterback as well. One strike pitch. This one laced into right field, grounder through the infield, so... The third batter to reach in this inning. Second hit given up by Gavin Sokup. Sturgis no runs to show for it as of Not yet. Sturgis, so you got Crookshank at second. You got Owen Cass at first. Brings up the right-handed hitting first baseman, Kane Peters. And I guess good thing, I guess, if you're Mitchell is that, as I mentioned, Sturgis doesn't have many extra base hits. They've got eight doubles and one triple here through 11 games, so... If they're going to score, they're likely going to have to get two, three, four singles to get a run aboard. And if you're Mitchell, you can't give them extra outs. you got to be pretty uh, pretty good in the field, and you can't walk them since they're not a team that's going to hit a lot, of, a lot of doubles, a lot of power. This one laced a little two-hopper to Solvik's glove, goes to third, and he'll get the uh, lead runner, Crookshank. Deep in the hole, nice, smart play by Solik to get Crookshank on the fielder's choice. So three base runners reach. Sturgis leaves a couple guys on. A couple hits, but no damage done. Soak up here through the top of the first inning. No score. Mitchell coming to bat. We're back in 90 seconds. You're listening to Mitchell Baseball on KORN. Scoreless here through the top of the first inning. Sturgis left a couple runners on. Mitchell coming to bat here with the Lincoln Bates. Gavin Sokup, Dylan Solick, your top three here of the order. I'm Travis Krenz here at Drake Field. Got Sean Michaels back here at our studios in downtown Mitchell, bringing you Mitchell baseball this afternoon. And we've just got one more broadcast here on KORN of the regular season. That's next Monday night uh, versus, versus Roosevelt here at home. That game starts at 5 o'clock, and then we'll go wherever Mitchell goes. 
for the region tournament here in two weekends. Lincoln Bates steps in, left-handed hitter, leading Mitchell in average on base, runs, walks. Great leadoff man. This one skied well foul in the parking lot. Left field side. Got underneath that one. That one does stay in the bullpen area. There may have been enough time for the third baseman to maybe uh, give it a shot over there. That one was very high. One strike here to Bates. Crookshank, your pitcher. So one breaking ball inside. That's a strike. Inside corner got the part of the plate. Bates kind of shied away from it. Nice-looking breaking ball. Call it a curveball, maybe. 0-2 pitch. This one up and in. That one's way too high. Now at 1-2. and two. See if Mitchell can strike early here. They've been a good team in the first inning, scoring runs. 1-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. A little high. Bates on the foul tip. Strokes out, uh, strikes out. So Crookshank now with eight innings pitched on the season. That was his 12th strikeout. He's only walked one batter. It's a great 12-to-1 strikeout-to-walk ratio. Here's the pitcher for Mitchell, Gavin Sokup, right-handed hitter. Fastball high, ball one. There is hardly any wind out there, plenty of cloud cover. The sun should not be an issue. Shadows are not an issue. Strike on the inner half, one and one here to Gavin Sokup. And we had 40-mile-per-hour winds versus Brookings on Sunday, and we got no wind here today. This one a little two-hopper to the second baseman, Bo Peters. He'll make the play on the first, retire soak up for a quick out number two. Bases empty, two outs here for Mitchell, 0-0 versus Sturgis, bottom one. Here's the shortstop, Dylan Solick. Right-handed hitter, he likes to crowd the plate. It's that right uh, foot as close as he can. Follows this one straight back for ball one, or strike one. Solick going to Northern State next year, and he'll have a teammate, Kane Peters, also going to Northern State. Kane Peters, the first baseman for Sturgis. So soak up, or Solick, a two-hopper to the shortstop. Throw a little high. He should be safe. Got the first baseman. Peters off the bag. Might be an air by the shortstop, Owen Cass. Good throw would have gotten him. Now for Mitchell. Center Let's give it a, Number three, Carter Simpson. Seven E6 on that. Cass's throw a little high. So that gets uh, Solik at first base. So Solik and Cass, a pair of future teammates at Northern State. Don't know if they know each other, but maybe get to know each other here a little bit at first base this afternoon. Throw from Cass, a little bit high. So look at first. Here's Carter Sibson with two outs. So look back, standing up at first base. Checked by the pitcher Crunkshank. Good chance for Solik to get into scoring position. So look with six stolen bases on the season. Sibson hammers this one to center field in the gap in right center. Center fielder Jansen going back to make the catch. So Sibson retired on one pitch. Solik, uh, he's uh, stranded at first base, reaching on the air. Uh, no runs, no hits, no errors. We're scoreless through one. It's Mitchell and Sturgis baseball this afternoon. We're back in 90 seconds on KORN. Scoreless through the first inning, Mitchell and Sturgis baseball. Here we're live at Drake Field this afternoon. Coming up on 5.30 here on KORN, I'm Travis Krenz. Evan Stroud. Got Evan Stroud, the Sturgis catcher, stands in. 
Sixth place hitter in the lineup, right-hander. It's Gavin Sokup. Gavin's first pitch, fastball grounder to the second baseman, Miller to his right. Throw on to first in time to get the catcher for out number one. 19 pitches in that first inning for Gavin, 11 for strikes. He didn't have a walk, gave up a couple of singles. Got an out on the bases on an attempted steal. So looking for a quicker inning here in uh, inning number two. Brings up the DH. Right-handed hitter Adam Floor. That was a strike. They're calling that inside uh, inside pitch. Seen some a couple of a couple of these right-handed hitters back away from it, but it is a strike. Gets part of the plate. This one pop up to right field near the line. Right fielder Sanderson there makes a nice jumping catch to retire Floor for uh, out number two. So potential very quick inning here for Soakup. Three pitches and two outs as Flores retired on the fly out to left or to right. Yandon Miller steps in, the right fielder, eighth place hitter. Here with the bases empty and two outs. We're still scoreless. Mitchell and Sturgis this afternoon, top of two. Pitch a little bit high for ball one. Some folks starting to creep in here at 5.30 this afternoon. Beautiful weather. This one swing and a miss by Miller for strike one. Soak up ready to go. Looks in, 1-1 one, one pitch. Swing and a miss for strike two. Gavin looking for his first strikeout tonight. Most games we've done, you've needed a sweater, you needed a coat, you needed a blanket. That's not the case here today. Here's the 1-2. This one lined into left field, right in front of the left fielder, down for a single. Right in front of Lincoln Bates. Oh, Miller gets aboard with a two-out single. Puts him at first. Third hit here for Sturgis. Not for Sturgis. Third baseman, number 11, Brody Royer. Here's their ninth place hitter, Brody Royer. Again, for Sturgis to score, they're going to have to get some singles. Keep on mentioning their lack of extra base hits. That's kind of been true here this afternoon. This one to pop up in the infield right side. Should be the inning. Catcher's there. Nope, they dropped it. First baseman Parker Mandel was there as well, converging with the catcher, Hudson Haley. Mandel got a glove on it, and it falls down for a strike. So that could have been out number three. Still will give Royer and Sturgis here basically an extra out. Tough play. Mandel was on the run. Haley was right there as well. We'll go down as a strike. Here's the 0-1. Strike is in there, 0-2. You got Miller at first. Here with two outs for Sturgis. Sokup looking for that first strikeout. First time through the order. The 0-2. This one popped up over the press box. Stay at 0-2. Much quicker inning here for Sokup. And we've seen uh, Peyton Mandel come in, relief of him, so we'll see how long Sokup can go. Check of the runner at first. Miller back in time. And uh, Peyton Mandel has been outstanding. Four innings pitched out of the bullpen, has not given up a run yet. See if maybe we see him in the sixth or seventh inning here in game one. 0-2 pitch, fouled straight back into the net. Royer stays alive here for Sturgis. 
Sturgis will get on the bus, get on the van, and go to Sioux Falls here tonight. Take on Lincoln and Roosevelt coming up tomorrow. Another check of the runner at first. He's leaning. They got him. Sokup gets the runner at first on the pickoff. As uh, Yandon Miller, he was leaning towards second, trying to go with two outs. Second uh, runner thrown out on the bases here for Sturgis through two innings. So uh, three batters, uh, Gavin uh, Sokup faces, picks off the runner at first. We're scoreless through an inning and a half. Mitchell up next, tied at zero on KORN. Hudson Haley, the Mitchell catcher, leads it off here for Mitchell. Bottom of the second, still scoreless. This one a deep fly ball to left center field. Way back, this has got a shot. And that will fall for a double at least for Haley. He's going to make a, a charge for third. Hudson Haley looking for a leadoff triple, and he goes in feet first. Hudson Haley at third base to lead it off for Mitchell. Looking to score first in the top or in the bottom of the second inning. Parker Mandel. And nice thing about playing in Drake, you can you got a shot at the fences here. You just don't have that opportunity at Cadwell. Saw a home run on Sunday here for Mitchell. Nearly saw a home run right there for Hudson Haley at third base. Here's Parker Mandel, first baseman. One chopper over the mound. This should score the run. Cass comes in from short. Low throw, and that'll be safe. So still we'll see if that's an error or a hit, but Hudson Haley scores easily from third. One chopper over the mound for Parker Mandel. He drives him in. Mitchell takes a 1-0 lead. And throw was a little low there from Owen Cass. Have another E6. A couple layers here for the Sturgis shortstop in the first couple of innings. Parker Mandel at first. Here's Mason Herman, the third baseman for Mitchell. This one low for ball one. And Mitchell, they've had a couple of big innings, the 10-run fourth inning Sunday versus Brookings. They, they can string together some good at-bats here as the wind starts to pick up a little bit. See if they can take advantage of this air. one nothing Mitchell here. Check of the runner at first. Mandel back in time. Parker probably not going anywhere, just a couple of steals on the season. Well, there he goes. This one hit in the gap right center. Nearly over the head. Now the uh, runner's got to get back to first, and he does. Mandel was off with the pitch. Herman with that liner to right. Caught by Miller. So Herman retired for out number one, and Mandel just gets now back in time. Right fielder, number seven, Tyler Sanderson. One out, one on here for Mitchell, one nothing lead. It's the right fielder, Tyler Sanderson. He steps in. This one way outside for ball one. Connor Crookshank, the righty for Sturgis. Sanderson, 2 of 16 here early on in the spring. This one lined over the head of the second baseman into right center field. Mandel's going to go to third. Going for the extra base at second. That's a double. Run coming all the way around to score, and he is safe. Nice base running by Parker Mandel. As Mitchell takes a 2-0 lead here in the bottom of the second. On a scorcher over the end of the second baseman for Tyler Sanderson. His third hit of the season and his first for extra bases. Second also base second RBI Miller. here for Sanderson. So we've seen the contrast in these two offenses. Sturgis has four hits but no runs. They've all been singles. Mitchell, they only have two hits. 
but you put together a triple and a double and an error, you take a 2-0 lead. Here's Carter Miller, 1-0 pitch. This one high and outside, 2-0. And extra bases, taking advantage of some errors in the field here from Sturgis. Runner at second, still only one out. Pitch to Miller on the outer half. We got a 3-0 count. And Miller, he's right on the line, likes to crowd the plate. Mitchell second baseman. This one a four-pitch walk, nowhere close. Fastball high and outside. So four of the five hitters in this inning for Mitchell have already reached. Miller at first. Sanderson at second. We go to the top of the order. Now you get to Lincoln Bates. Bates struck out to begin the uh, bottom of the first, and he's back up already one inning later. First pitch to Bates. Nice breaking ball drops in for strike one from Crookshank. Mitchell would like a lot more than just two runs here with two runners on. Still only one out. Crookshank working quickly. Can't find the zone. Well outside for ball one. And you got the big hitters for Mitchell coming up here with the Solik. And had Haley started off with the triple. This one inside. Another one popped high out of play. Third base side into the parking lot. Saw Bates do that in his first at-bat. A very high pop-up foul, third base side. So he's well ahead of the pitches from Crookshank. Here's the 1-2 to Bates. Pitch high. Check of the runner at second, back in time. Bo Peters, second baseman, just trying to make sure that ball doesn't go into center field. Don't see that very often. Pickoff throw from the catcher, Stroud, all the way to second base. Yet Sanderson, he quite a ways off a second, a huge lead. Here's the 2-2 outside. And now a 3-2 count to Lincoln Bates. A walk here would load him up for the pitcher, Gavin Sokup. Crookshank does not waste time. Here's the 3-2, swing and a miss. Got him on a high fastball, two strikeouts here for Lincoln Bates. Got him on that high fastball the first inning and got him again here in the second. Now for Mitchell, pitcher, number 12, Gavin Sokup. Two outs, runners at first and second. Mitchell already up 2-0. Here's the pitcher, Sokup. Takes the first pitch, a little high for ball one. Dylan Solik on deck. Soak up the seventh hitter to bat here in the second for Mitchell. 1-0. Breaking ball, that's working for Crookshank. Curveball. 1-1. Soak up grounded out to second back in the first inning. Pitch high, now at 2-1. A much longer inning for Crookshank. He only threw 10 pitches in that first. This one line foul right behind Sokup or Solik. And a nice catch there. First uh, first uh, base coach's box. Ricocheted off the cement. 2-2 here to Gavin Sokup. Looking to extend the inning. Oh, breaking ball in for strike three. Freezes soak up back-to-back strikeouts to retire the side, but not before a Hudson Haley triple to lead off the inning, then a Tyler Sanderson double, Mitchell two, Sturgis zero through 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 the first two innings, top the third up next here at Drake Field. Two nothing Mitchell leading Sturgis here at Drake Field, top of the third inning. Gavin Sokup on the mound. His pitch rides inside here to Brody Royer. 
Right-handed hitting third baseman for Sturgis for ball one. This one popped up out of play, first base side, one and one the count. Royer, he was up there at the uh, top of the second inning when Yandon Miller was picked off a first by Gavin Sokup. So we reset the count here for Royer at one and one. The nine, one, and two hitters due up for Sturgis, trailing two, not, uh, two nothing. This one, a little one hopper right into the glove of Miller at second. He bobbles it. Quick throw, and it's safe. An E4 by Miller. It was almost too easy of a play. Maybe took a weird spin on that second hop for uh, Carter Miller at second. Just a lazy one hopper. Took a second hop, and Miller couldn't quite make the play. Center fielder, number one, Hunter. And Royer did not hit the stitches off of that at all. But he's at first on the air by Miller. First time through the order, Sturgis, they've gotten five of their nine hitters aboard, but uh, haven't gotten anybody here past to second base and haven't gotten that big run-producing hit as of yet. Strike one here to the leadoff man, Hunter Jansen. This one laced right into the glove of Solik. They're going to double off the runner at first. A 6-3 double play. Royer was way off of first base as Jansen's uh, line drive finds the glove of Solik. Just what Mitchell needed right there, a 6-3 double play. And that ends any hope Sturgis has here. Two outs, nobody on for the left fielder, Dylan Christensen. This one line through Mason Herman at third base and into left field. So Christensen with his first hits. He's one for two on the afternoon. And Sturgis continues to get on base, but at some point you got to get those hits. No, for Sturgis. <laughs> Pitcher, number 34, Connor Crickshank. And they've had six of their nine hitters already reach base, have not scored. Here's Crookshank, the pitcher, stepping in. Runner at first with two outs. Pitch way outside. Four ball one. Again, this is a Sturgis team that also doesn't run very much. They've only attempted six steals on the season. They're five of six. So they don't run, and they don't hit for power. Just single, single, single. Fastball outside, 2-0 and to counter Crookshank. Crookshank walked back in the first inning, was stranded there at second. 2-0 pitch. Soak up here, needs a strike. And he gets it right down the middle, 2-1. and one. Soak up looking for a quick inning, get those Mitchell bats back out there. It'll be the 3-4-5 hitters for Mitchell in the bottom of the third, Solick, Sibson, and Haley. 2-1 pitch. This one up the middle, Solick is there. He misses it, flips it, rolls it, I should say, rolls it to the second baseman, Miller, and they get the force out of the lead runner, Christensen. Wasn't pretty but it was effective for out number, uh, out number uh, three, a 6-4 put out. Sturgis, couple base runners, unable to uh, get anything aboard. Mitchell leading 2-0 as we go to the bottom of the third. Bottom of the third inning here at Drake Field. Travis Krenz here on KORN News Radio. Mitchell leading Sturgis 2 0. Two runs for Mitchell last inning. Seeing the strike again here with Dylan Solik leading off. 
First pitch from Crookshank outside for ball one. Solik, he reached back in the first inning, an air by Owen Cass, the Sturgis shortstop. And Solik, the first runner today, he was trained at first, back in the first. Fastball high and outside, 2-0. and Again, Crookshank's had a very good breaking ball. He's been able to throw that for strikes. Been a, while, a little bit wild, though, with his fastball this afternoon. See if he goes to a breaking ball here at 2-0. and this one popped up into deep center field. Center fielder Jansen looking over his head. That's got a shot off of the wall. Solik going for three, looking for a leadoff triple with a second straight inning in standing up. I think that hit the wall on the fly, deep right center. And Solik starts the inning at third base. Hudson Haley had a leadoff triple, uh, triple last inning, came around to score. And Solik flying around seconds. Two straight innings for Mitchell, a couple of triples as they look to add to their 2-0 lead. Carter Sipson, center fielder, swings at the first pitch, a little dribbler. That hit his foot. Gets to Crookshank on the mound, but that'll be a dead ball. After Sipson will have to walk that one off, looks like he hit that one off his foot or ankle. And Mitchell scored last inning. Uh, Parker Mandel grounded a short, ended up scoring the run. So you don't need a hit to score that run from third. Swing and a miss here for Sibson. Four strike two. So 0-2 here for Carter. 0-1 today, flight out to center. 0-2 pitch. Little high, close pitch. Crookshank wanted it, and it was a close call. Just a little bit high. One and two here to Carter Sibson. This one grounded right side. Going to score the run. Three-nothing Mitchell. The first baseman, Peters, he makes the play on the first unassisted. So Sibson retired on the grounder to first. But it is deep enough here to uh, score Solik from third base. Three-nothing Mitchell here in the bottom of the third inning. One out for Mitchell. Base is empty. For the catcher, Hudson Haley. Hudson had that leadoff triple last inning, came around to score. He's one for one. This one popped up, right side. And Mitchell, a very young team this year compared to last year's team. When they played Sturgis last year, only three returners from that lineup. Carter Sibson started in that game. Solik and Haley also started. So only three returning starters from the game a year ago. And Carter Sibson, he was not a regular starter last year for Mitchell. 0-2 here to Hudson Haley. This one inside. That one will be a dead ball as it grounds to the third baseman. Haley hits that one off of his lower leg. Mitchell here, if they can win a couple this afternoon versus Sturgis, get above that 500 mark here at 8 and 7. 0 2, fastball is outside. Mitchell, they want to get to that number four seed. Brandon is in their way. Brandon is in that number five spot. They've already lost to Brandon Valley. That was 6 to 1 a couple weeks ago. Breaking ball is good for strike three. Haley down on strikes. It's 4Ks here for Connor Crookshank. Parker Mandel. So going to be hard for Mitchell to gain ground on Brandon Valley. They don't play again here in the regular season. 3-0 Mitchell here, bottom third. Bases empty, two outs for the first baseman, Parker Mandel. 
Breaking ball. Not a strike. There we go. I don't know where it was. I couldn't say it was inside or outside, up or down. Looked like that was right down the middle. Here's a drive to left field. That'll be down for a single. Take a high hop to Christensen in left. So Parker Mandel, he reaches base for the second time this afternoon with a two-out single to left. Good contact there for Parker Mandel. See if Mitchell can get a two-out rally going here with Mandel at first and the third baseman Mason Herman stepping in. Herman swings at the first pitch. First base side should be on a play and is for strike one. Herman lined out to right field last inning. He's 0 for 1. Mason 6 for 23 here in the season. Got a couple doubles. See if he can find the gap here and maybe get Mandel in from first here with two outs. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Checked his swing. Did not go. Pitch was low for ball one. Saw Mitchell bring eight hitters up after two outs on Sunday versus Sturgis. So it is possible to keep this inning going. This one a grounder left side. That'll find the hole between short and third. Back-to-back singles here with two outs for Mitchell as Mason Herman is aboard. And Parker Mandel checks in at second. Thought about maybe going to third. Took a big trip around second base, but uh, thinks better of it and stays at second. Tyler Sanderson. The third hit of the inning for Mitchell, and already leading 3-0. Here's the right fielder, Tyler Sanderson. Sanderson had a double last inning to score a run. Pitch outer half, they call it a strike. These are the first runs that Crookshank have given up. He came into the game with seven and two-thirds scoreless innings. Breaking ball inner half in there for a strike. That is his best pitch. 0-2 here to Sanderson. See if he can battle from behind with two runners on. This one in the uh, turf, in the dirt. This one going to get the runner at third. No, they're going to throw it in the left field. And that will allow the uh, runner, Mandel, to score from third base. Not a good throw there by Strand, the catcher. And now it's 4-0 Mitchell. They had Mandel by a good 10 feet at third base. But the throw was low to the third baseman. And it goes into left field. So another throwing air for Sturgis. Mitchell now leading 4-0. This one a little looper in a shallow right. If this fall is going to be 5-0, and it does. Three straight singles here with two outs. In the score from second is Mason Herman. And a 5-0 lead for Mitchell. Here in the bottom of the third inning, the inning continues with three straight two-out singles. Four hits in the inning. Sanderson, now he's two for two on the day. And Herman, he went to second base on that throw to left. Here's a little blooper in the shallow center. A fourth straight single with two outs. Here's Carter Miller at first. Runners at the corners now is four straight singles for Mitchell with two outs. Miller aboard for the second time. As the hit parade continues here for Mitchell, Sanderson goes from first to third. All of a sudden, you start thinking about that Brookings fourth inning where Mitchell scored 10. And 10 run rule after five. We're still a ways away from that, but a couple of hits here could make it interesting. Top of the order in Lincoln Bates now up. Bates, this pitch is way outside. 1-0. Bates, he's 0-2. He's due for a big hit. 
couple of strikeouts here for Lincoln. Lincoln, the eighth hitter to bat for Mitchell. The catcher, Strand, going to go talk to his pitcher, Crookshank. Outside of a pretty clean first inning, it's been uh, rough here for Crookshank in the second and third. Faced seven batters last inning. Gave up two runs. He's faced eight batters this inning. He's given up three more runs on five hits. More damage out there for Mitchell. Runners at the corners, two outs. Already up 5-0. Breaking ball goes to that again. Strike is called one and one. See if Lincoln can find a gap and score two. Here's the 1-1. Breaking ball inside, little high. 2-1. And And Crookshank's been able to throw his breaking ball for strikes. Not there. A little high and inside. Here's the 2-1 pitch to Lincoln Bates. A long hold with that runner at first and third. Finally delivers. Pitch outside. 3-1. In danger of walking Bates to bring it up, uh, to bring Sokup up with the bases loaded. Here's the 3-1. This one line foul, third base side, just foul. Bates has been on those pitches just a little bit early today. Crookshank doesn't walk many, he's just got one walk today. He has just two walks on the season here in about 10 innings pitched. Here's the 3-2, runners will be off. Pitch outside, it's a 3-2 walk. Second walk for Crookshank, and that loads him up for the Mitchell pitcher, Gavin Sokup. Lincoln Bates at first. Carter Miller moves to second. Tyler Sanderson stays at third. Sokup 0 for 2 with the strikeout, looking for a big hit here in the third. This one lined into center field, down for a hit, going to score at least two and probably three. Sokup with an extra base hit, 6-0, as Sanderson scores from third. Miller comes in from second, and it's a bases-clearing triple, 8-0 Mitchell. Gavin Sokup with the triple, the third triple of the game here for Mitchell. Hitting the tar out of the ball here against Crookshank. Sanderson scores, Carter Miller scores. Lincoln Bates, he scores all the way from first base. Liner to center, continue to roll all the way to the fence. Mitchell is batted around here in the third. Second uh, straight game or second straight doubleheader they've batted around. Here's Dylan Solick. 8-0 Mitchell, still with only two outs, and I talked about those two-out rallies. Seven straight hitters have reached with two outs. Six. Hits and a walk. Can do plenty of damage there with two outs. Now 2-0 here to Solik. Dillon started the inning with the triple. Hit here would make it 9-0 Mitchell. This one a deep fly ball to center field. Way back. This has got a shot to leave the yard. That will be at least a double for Solik. That will be a ground rule double. I think that went over or under the fence. We're not quite sure. A double for Solik. 9-0 Mitchell, and we might be done here a little bit early again this afternoon. Again, 10-run rule after 5. We still have to get, though, to the fourth inning. Solik with the triple and now a double. That scores Sokup from third. Welcome to the east side of the state, Sturgis. You're down 9-0. Sibson now up. Takes a breaking ball for Crookshank for strike one. 
Sibson 0 for 2, grounded out to the pitcher earlier this inning, but it was enough to get an RBI in. This one up the middle should make it 10 to nothing. Sibson with his first hit. Soka or Solik scores for the second time this inning. Mitchell continues to pour it on. An eight-run third here for Mitchell as they now lead Sergis 10 to nothing. All of this damage coming with two outs. Unbelievable. Number 10, Hudson Haley. We're just going to continue with Crookshank here. Again, we got another game after this, so Crookshank out there to maybe at least get through this inning. Nine straight hitters have reached for Mitchell, eight of them on hits. Here's Hudson Haley, checks his swing on a pitch low. He did not go for ball one. Hudson Haley's 0 for 2, or excuse me, 1 for 2. Had a strikeout. You don't want to be that guy that makes two of the three outs in an inning. Runner goes to second, pitches low. There's no throw. An easy steal here for Carter Sibson to get to second base. Oh, 10-0 Mitchell. Mitchell beat Brookings game one on Sunday, 12-1 in four and a half innings. And we're looking at a four and a half inning game here tonight. Pitch low in the turf again, 3-0 here to Hudson Haley. See if Haley can get aboard here. We'll take a walk. 3-0 pitch. Left up. Oh, a little high. I'll call it a strike at 3-1. Haley took a step towards first. Thought maybe that may have been ball four. Here's the 3-1 from Crookshank. Checked his swing. Did he go? We call the strike now at 3-2 here to the Mitchell catcher. Big inning for Mitchell looking to continue. Hit to the outfield. Could make it 11-0 here in the third. This one way outside. Haley takes a walk. Second walk of the inning. Ten hitters in a row have reached with two outs. Can't say that I remember ever seeing that. We saw eight in a row on Sunday. First baseman, number four. This is ten hitters in a row have reached, all with two outs. Here's Parker Mandel with two on, two outs. Pitch outside, Crookshank now having trouble finding the zone. He's been out there for a long, long time. This is the 13th hitter he has faced. His pitch count way up there. He's now at 71 pitches here through two and two-thirds. This one grounded foul straight back for Mandel. One and one. So Crookshank approaching 75 pitches. He has thrown over 40 pitches just in this inning. Started the inning with 31. He's now up. This is number 73. One, one, breaking ball in there for strike two. And nobody warming up. Somebody stretching in the bullpen, but nobody warming up. Here's the one-two. Swing and a miss, and the inning mercifully ends for Crookshank. Eight runs for Mitchell, all with two outs. They bat 13. They lead Sturgis 10-0 at the end of three. We're back in 90 seconds. You're listening to Mitchell Baseball on KORN. A big eight-run third inning for Mitchell. All the damage, all the base runners, all eight hits, all eight runs with two outs. A 10-0 lead for Mitchell as we go to the top of the fourth inning here at Drake Field this afternoon. Owen Cass leads it off. Takes the first pitch here from Gavin Soka. 
Gavin, he had uh, a triple in that inning. He's probably a little rusty. He hasn't pitched here in about, seems like a half hour. This one, uh, first base side out of play for Owen Cass. Counter Crookshank, the Sturgis pitcher, three innings, ten runs, nine earned, five strikeouts, three walks. Here's the 1-1 to Owen Cass, pitch high at 2-1. and one. Sokup has got plenty of run supports. He got eight runs versus Jefferson last week on Tuesday, ended up winning that game. He's got ten runs here through three innings. Pitch is high, 3-1, and one, gets away from the catcher, Haley. Also pitched a game two of that doubleheader Sunday versus Brookings where Mitchell, uh, they scored eight runs. So, you know, Soka, plenty of run support, looking to move to 4-1 and one here on the season with a victory. Foul ball, first base side. Looks like Mandel has a shot at it, and he does. Catches it right in front of his dugout to retire Owen Cass for out number one. Here's Kane Peters, first baseman. He, uh, no official at bat and grounded out to Solick at shortstop. Solick got a force out at, or at third base to end the first inning. First pitch, slow grounder. That's foul up the third base side. Here for strike one. Oh, game two. Don't know who's uh, pitching game two here for Mitchell. Have not heard of that yet. Busy week last week. Mitchell had seven games last week, only two this week. Then they got a busy week next week with six games over six days. Pitch inside, now at one and one. Next coverage will be Monday night here on KORN. We'll be back here in Mitchell. Mitchell takes on Roosevelt starting at 5 o'clock for just a single game. Fastball high. Two and one the counts. Kane Peters, first baseman, right-handed hitter for Sturgis. This one lined into center field, hit too well, right in the glove of Sibson coming in on the run. Well hit for Peters, but out number two. Now for Sturgis, catcher, number three. Sokip looking for his first three-up and three-down inning. Sturgis has had at least one base runner each of their first three innings. This will be the first loss to a South Dakota team this spring for Sturgis. Fastball, strike is called to the Sturgis catcher, Evan Stroud. Stroud 0 for 1, grounder to second, back in the second. This one low, now at 1 and 1. Sturgis 7 and 4, but they're 7 and 0 when it counts for the PowerPoint rankings. They'll drop here to 7 and 1 with a loss here this afternoon. Grounder to the pitcher, it's through uh, Sokup's glove, but the second baseman, Miller, is there, and he retires uh, the catcher, Stroud. First three up, three down inning we've had this afternoon. Mitchell 10, Sturgis 0. Bottom of the fourth up next. You're listening to Mitchell Baseball on KORN. New pitcher out there for uh, Sturgis here as we go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Mitchell leading uh, 10-0 after an eight-run third. New pitcher will be the right fielder, number nine, Yandon Miller, as he takes his final warm-up throws. 32-4-11, so uh, Royer, Brody Royer, the third baseman, is out. And is number 32 here for Sturgis. 
Looking at their lineup here. So some changes out in the field here for Sturgis as they try to get through this inning. And if Sturgis does not score here in the top of the fifth, we'll be done here after four and a half innings. Ten run rule in effect. See if Mitchell adds here to the 10-0 lead. It's the bottom third of the order. Mason Herman, Tyler Sanderson, and Carter Miller. First pitch to Herman. Swings at that one, fouls it straight back into the net for strike one. Herman, he's one for two with a single and a run scored this afternoon. Just a sophomore here for Mitchell. This one low. Now at one and one. Sure, for Mitchell, they'd like to score more runs, but also I'm sure like to get this game over and move on to game number two here. So, also you don't want to swing at pitches way out of the zone like that one from Miller. And this one nearly hits the backside, and it does. Must have grazed the lower back of Herman. He reaches on a hit by pitch. So now you got a situation where you want to get through the inning, you want to get Gavin Soka back out there to maybe get this game done in four and a half innings, but. You've got the new pitcher here, Yandon Miller, just a little bit wild as he hits Herman, who goes to first. Sanderson now up, pitch high. This one a little blooper, first baseline. That's going to drop there for a single. Herman goes to second. That one hung up there for a long time. New right fielder couldn't quite make the play. Up for Mitchell, second baseman, number two, Carter Miller. So we start the carousel again. Sanderson with a single. Tyler Sanderson, he's three for three. Sanderson came into, came into the game two for 16. He's now three for three on the afternoon. Here's Carter Miller, single and a walk today. Breaking ball high. They call it a strike. Two on, nobody out here for Mitchell up 10-0 versus 7-0 Sturgis. This one swing and a miss. Miller down 0-2. Got the batter's eye there, that uh, black tarp out in center field. That was not up here on Sunday. Too windy, so we put it up here over the past couple of days for that batter's eye in center. 0-2 here for Miller looking for his first out. Pitch outside. Check of the runner at second. They got him picked off. Second to third. Herman out at third base for out number one. So Herman well off a second. Good throw by the Sturgis catcher, Strand, two second to get him in a rundown here for out number one. Sanderson stays at first with one out. One-two count here to Carter Miller, the Mitchell second baseman. Runner goes to second, and this one a grounder, a big hole in second base, the slowest ground ball I've ever seen to hit to, to get to the outfield. Miller gets it done. He's reached base three times. There was a massive hole between first and second because Tyler Sanderson went off and stole second on the play, and that allowed that ground ball to continue to roll through the infield. The bottom third of this order continues to produce for Mitchell. They've only been retired one time here in nine at-bats. Runners at the corners here for Lincoln Bates. He flies this one high, shallow right center, or right field. Second baseman gets the catch. Just outside of the turf, into the grass. Bates retired here quickly for out number two. Bo Peters, the second baseman, nearly trips. 
for out number two. You got that lip there between the turf in the infield, the natural grass out in the outfield. Two outs for Mitchell. Runners at the corners here for Gavin Sokup. First pitch swinging. Mitchell wants to get this inning done. Shallow right field. Right fielder, second baseman out. Second baseman with a nice catch as Bo Peters falls down in right field to retire Sokup. Mitchell, first three guys get aboard, unable to add to their 10-0 lead. 10-0 Mitchell here through four innings. Mitchell, three outs here from wrapping this one up early. We'll go to the top of the fifth up next on KORN. Mitchell, three outs away here from getting back to 500. Uh, Floor, the uh, Dylan Floor, or excuse me, Floor, the DH for Sturgis on that first pitch from Soak up a liner into center field here to lead off the inning for Sturgis. So Adam Floor, the DH at first to lead off the fifth. Yaden Miller, the uh, former right fielder. Now he's the pitcher. We're going to get a a pinch runner here, courtesy runner for Floor, the DH. So Sturgis, they need to score here to extend it to the bottom of the fifth. Mitchell open to get out of this here with a 10-0, four-and-a-half inning victory. Courtesy runner at first. Here's Miller, the pitcher. Pitch is low. Ball one. And Sturgis, they, again, like I said, they don't steal many bases. They're five of six on the year uh, stealing bases. This pitch is outside. 2-0 and here for Gavin Sokup. Sokup looking to get through this inning. He starts with 52 pitches through four. Check of the runner at first. Back in time. Plenty of outs on the bases for Sturgis today. They've had a runner picked off at first. They've had a runner thrown out at second on a steal attempt. 2-0, needs a strike, gets it. Now 2-1 here to Miller. Leaving a ground ball up the middle here, perhaps. This one chopped foul and straight back. Mitchell, they haven't had a, they've had one double play. There's a 6-3 put out, kind of an unconventional double play. Solik at short, caught a liner, then got the runner at first, who was way off the bag. We get something like a 6-4-3 double play here. 2-2 pitch to Miller. Grounder will take a 5-4 put out. Herman at third base. Throws to second to retire the lead runner. Four out number one. So Mitchell gets the ground ball to third base to retire the lead runner. And Miller gets aboard on the 5-4 fielder's choice at second base. Right fielder, number 32, Aiden Wood. Aiden Wood, right fielder, new right fielder, his first at bat. Number 32 here in that nine spot batting for... Brody Royer. Here's a liner into deep right center field. Simpson, though, closes the gap in left center. Nice contact, but out number two. That one was dangerous off the bat, but boy, you got Simpson. Great speed. Caught that one rather easily. Looked like a double right off the bat, but not going to have one out remaining here for Sturgis. Runner at first. Two gone for their center fielder, Hunter Jansen. Jansen one for two with a single. Pitch, fastball outside. Ball one. We started at 10 minutes after 5 o'clock. We are 67 minutes into the game. 
Mitchell one pitch away from ending this thing. 10-0 in four and a half. Liner to left field, and that should do it. Little jump catch for Lincoln Bates, and we are done in one hour and eight minutes. A couple of base runners for Sturgis that don't get anybody past first. And Mitchell with another 10-rule run victory as they put up eight runs in the third, two runs in the second, as they defeat Sturgis here 10-0 at Drakefield this afternoon. Game done after just four and a half innings. Your winning pitcher for Mitchell, Gavin Soka, he goes five, throws only 60 pitches. Soka, he improves to four and one on the year. Should lower his ERA quite a bit. He came into the game with a 4.28 ERA. He does not give up a run over those five innings. Gave up five hits, didn't strike anybody out, but only gave up one walk. Uh, for Mitchell, get your postgame show here momentarily. But for Mitchell, 10 runs, 12 hits, one air. For Sturgis, they're shut out. Zero runs, five hits, and three airs for the Scoopers. 10-0 Mitchell, they win. Four and a half innings, we're done. We're back in one minute with the postgame show here on KORN. Postgame show here, doubleheader between Mitchell and Sturgis. Travis Crins here at Drake Field coming up on 6.30 this evening. Uh, Mitchell, 10, Sturgis, 0, 10-run rule victory. Game called here after four and a half innings. Uh, again, we were scoreless through the first inning and a half before Mitchell put two on the board in the second inning. Leadoff triple by Hudson Haley, and a, a double for Tyler Sanderson, and Mitchell leads 2-0 after two. Then we went to the bottom of the third inning. Looked like it was going to be a nice, calm, and quick inning here for Sturgis. Uh, Carter Sibson grounded out to third. Uh, you had, let's just see, uh, uh, let me... Recap this here. No, Solik, Dylan Solik led off the uh, third inning with a triple. Then he had Carter Sibson. He grounded to first. Ended up scoring Solik uh, from third. That made it 3-0 Mitchell. Hudson Haley came up next. He struck out. So it's 3-0. Two outs. Bases empty. No damage done. But then Mitchell gets a single. And another single. And a third single. A fourth single. They get a walk. Back-to-back triples. A double, a single, and a, uh, another walk. Ten straight hitters reach for Mitchell. And uh, the inning finally ends on our Parker Mandel uh, strikeout. Between then, 13 batters came up. Mitchell had eight runs on eight hits. They had two walks in the inning. It goes quickly from 2 nothing with two outs to 10 nothing at the end of the third inning. Nobody scored in the fourth. Sturgis uh, didn't score in the fifth, had a couple of well-hit balls uh, to the outfield, and that's how this one ends. Mitchell 10, Sturgis 0. Mitchell, they improved to 7-7 seven and seven on the season, back to 500. Uh, Sturgis now at 7-5. and five. They're 7-1 and one, uh, versus South Dakota schools. Game 2 coming up next here. First pitch should be right around 645. Again, you can check it out live streaming at MitchellRepublic.com. Uh, they'll have live streaming here if you want to catch game number two or if you want to come out here to uh, the Cadwell Park Complex here at Drake Field. Uh, beautiful night here just to sit outside and watch some baseball. Uh, player of the, uh, excuse me, player of the game could go a couple of different ways here. You could definitely give it to Gavin Sokup. Sokup with the win. He's now 4-1. and one. Five shutout innings for Gavin. Five hits, no strikeouts, and one walk. Gavin also had a team-high three RBIs as he was one for four. Uh, Gavin, he had the uh, big triple in the third inning. But uh, player of the game, we're going to go 
with the right fielder, Tyler Sanderson. He was the only Mitchell hitter to be a perfect 3-for-3 this afternoon. Scored a run, had two RBIs, had a couple of singles and a double. And Sanderson came into the game 2 of 16 on the season, and he ends the game uh, with the perfect 3-for-3 day. So let's give it to Tyler Sanderson, our player of the game. He'll receive a free value basket from Culver's here in Mitchell. Game two coming up next, but our coverage continues next week as uh, we'll bring you Mitchell Baseball hosting Roosevelt. That'll be at 5 o'clock on Monday. Uh, We'll see if we're at Drake, potentially at Cadwell Park. We'll see where we're at. Uh, Roosevelt comes to town for a single game starting at 5 o'clock Monday. Pre-game show starts at 4.45. Mitchell wins 10-0 after four and a half innings versus Sturgis. For Shawn Michaels, I'm Travis Krenz. You've been listening to Mitchell Baseball on KORN. You've been listening to KORN News Radio sports coverage of Mitchell Baseball on KORN News Radio FM 1013, AM 1490, and online at KORNradio.com. Coverage of Mitchell Baseball on KORN was brought to you by Hearing Plus, Runnings Farm and Fleet, Avera Health Central Office, Aurora Cooperative. Iverson Chrysler Center of Mitchell and Huron, First Dakota National Bank, and by Poets. Coverage of Mitchell Baseball was brought to you by KORN and its advertisers. No rebroadcast in whole or in part may be made without the written permission of NedVed Media, LLC. You've been listening to coverage of Mitchell Baseball on KORN News Radio FM 1013, AM 1490, KORN Mitchell, a division of NedVed Media, LLC.